0: From the Credit Union National Association, this is the CUNA News Podcast. Credit Union People, Credit Union Ideas. The importance of continuing to learn, the value of discipline and prioritization, and the benefit of being allowed to make mistakes are all lessons veterans took from their military service. I'm Jennifer Plager, Managing Editor for CUNA News. During the month of November, CUNA News is sharing stories of people in the credit union movement who have served in the military and how those experiences have shaped their credit union careers in its Salute to Veterans, sponsored by FIS. In this episode of the CUNA News Podcast, I speak with six veterans who share the lessons they learned in the military that have been useful in their credit union careers. During a twenty five year career in the US Army, Larry Perino, Assistant Vice President of Business Program Development at Navy Federal Credit Union, learned the importance of not assuming he's the smartest person in the room.
1: All the leaders that I knew had a level of empathy. They could understand it's the shared it's understanding the shared hard, hardships among folks. You know, don't ever ask anybody to do something that you wouldn't prepare to be doing to do yourself. Where you have not done stuff, you wouldn't be prepared to do yourself. Those are kind of some of the things, and and just some really simple things. Is whenever I walk into a room, I don't immediately assume that I'm the smartest guy in the room when I walk in. I served in a lot of units and was put in charge of a unit where I was not the subject matter expert in anything, you know. And and so if you if you looked at it as a young lieutenant with you know a whopping eighteen months of uh, you know, I went to Ranger School and I did eighteen months in Korea. I almost called it an internship as a as a light infantry platoon leader. Before I went to the before I was selected and went to the Ranger Regiment, I was by far not not an expert in my craft. I was good, but I was not an expert in my craft. And so, you know, I just always really remember that that's one thing is when you walk in, don't always assume you're the smartest guy in the room because you're probably not. And there's always somebody out there and there's there's things you can learn from. But there's one thing that I have learned in the military is leadership skills, organizational skills, and then understanding attitude because, you know, you can't each attitude, attitude's got to come from within and being able to, you know, how do you inspire folks? And it's, when I talk about being a humble leader, it's not being afraid to tell folks, hey, look, I don't know this and I understand my job as a supervisor, a manager, an AVP, a VP at any level is you know, you're, you're hired in the job, you're here to solve my problem, but what my job is, you know, converse, you know, this is kind of my very simple philosophy on leadership and management is, you know, I hire somebody, what do they, everybody works for me to do? They solve my problems, and I solve my boss's problem. But the agreement is me as a supervisor, as a leader, is I provide purpose, guidance, motivation for them to accomplish their task. I also resource them appropriately, resource them appropriately so they can Solve my problem for me. And I can't really do that well if I don't understand what they do or if I don't understand their job well enough. Um, and so I realized, you know, especially walking into something, um, that it's, it's, it's incumbent on me, you know, just to, to flatten that learning curve about as much as, as fast as I can so I'd be better at my job of resourcing them. So it's that humility that when you walk into it and understanding, hey, look, I don't know it, but I'm going to learn. And I'm going to learn from you and you're going to help me so I can help you.
0: Isaac Johnson, president and CEO of TDECU, is a two-star general in the U.S. Army Reserve. Juggling the responsibilities of both positions has taught him the value of continuing to learn in preparation for whatever may arise.
2: And I didn't learn this. It came naturally through, it came naturally a little bit, but came through mentors that I had. And they said, you know, Isaac, concentrate on the job that you have, do it very well, but always have a learner's mentality where you're always learning you're always taking the next course or you're always preparing for the next rank, but you're taking those classes or in gaining that experience to just in case if you're asked, you're ready. And I've been blessed to have been ready when called upon and, and opportunities has come up. Uh, there could be a, it could have been a commander that might've left early and they looked on the bench and said, Hey, Isaac, you're you're in. And I'm like, Thanks, coach. And so, uh, and so yeah, I, I mean, and, and that has, and so I tell, you know, I tell my leaders that I work with now, and I, I have five generals that report to me, uh, one-star generals that report to me, and and, they, and I still tell them, be ready, you know, continue to stay current on the issues of the day or whatever leader development you need to take. And then they push that down to their kernels and on down. The, the other thing is values. Um, that I brought from the military, that I have in the military, and then at TDCU. And then in, and in the in the military, we have these seven core values um, that that we have. And, and um I'll try to make sure I can remember, but I mean there's there's loyalty, respect, duty, selfless service, integrity, honor, personal courage. And so I, you know, I I live by those values in the military. Um and then at TDCU we also have values, and, and those and that value set is uh, take accountability, embrace change, lead with empathy, and have fun, all with integrity. Um, so you know, I had this 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 um value mindset when I came from the from the military and it and it resonates here at TDCU too. And last but not least is this is gonna sound kind of cheesy, but um, but it's hey, it is what it is. I challenge our team. Um, not only the executive team, but the entire organization to believe in something that's bigger than themselves. So if you're having a tough day, if uh, a member comes in and they're not very happy about what's going on with member service, you know, just always think, you know, believe in something bigger than yourself and and that that you believe in something. And and that one something at TDECU is um, we help people navigate their financial journeys.
0: Pam Hatt, vice president of marketing at Penn Air Credit Union, learned about teamwork on the basketball court. But it was in the U.S. Navy where she learned the value of discipline and commitment.
3: So in high school and college, I was an athlete. I played basketball. I'm six foot tall, so that was really tall back then. And I thought, you know, wow, basketball has taught me a lot. Basketball taught me the lessons of when it came to the plays, where I needed to be, but more importantly, I could count on where my teammate was going to be for the plays that we were running. And when everybody understood where everybody was supposed to be at the exact same time, that's where the magic happened. So that's, you know, team leadership, all that stuff I learned through basketball. But the military taught me the true meaning of commitment and the true meaning of discipline you would say, okay, that's kind of weird because athletes are pretty disciplined. And and I was as an athlete, but this was like, this was bigger. This was adulting discipline. This was okay. You have to do these things. every Once again, at, in my, my position within the Navy as an electrician, everybody was counting on me to do my job. And I was counting on everybody else to do their job. And that's when you start looking at things differently as a leader. And the depth and the gravity of what I had committed to do should the need arise just hyper, made everything hypersensitive. I also learned like the importance of sticking to the job until the job was done well and it was done right. There were days where we would work 72 hours straight to get something done because it was important that the ship worked and it functioned. And so we would just, I mean, we would power through and do long hours. And I still function that way, which is a little crazy. I don't expect my team to do that, but that's how I function. And that's why I function that way. And I don't, I don't think I've ever told anybody that. Like, <laughs> they just think I'm crazy. <laughs> the adaptation of bringing so many different, different people from so many different backgrounds for so many reasons of why they join to come together for the greater good of our country and truly become a team because you're standing on the dotted line you're willing to lay down your life for for your country but also for your quote unquote teammates right mm-hmm. your coworkers and you just had to figure out how to get along and it wasn't it wasn't like micromanaged or anything it was just so interesting and it opened your eyes to uh, diversity and um, inclusion because it didn't matter what your background was. It didn't matter where you came from. It mattered that we were there for one commonality and that was to protect our country.
0: Chip Dykes, Vice President of Community Development at Front Wave Credit Union, joined the Marine Corps with the goal of finding a marketable skill. In the process, he also learned about prioritization and communication
4: couple of the very important things I learned was uh, prioritization, understanding, and I had a great general that I knew for the longest time and still know who used to say, make sure the most important thing remains the most important thing. And, and he used to preach that. Don't get sidetracked from what is the most important thing. And and so my ability to stay focused on accomplishing the mission and being able to see you know, what is the mission, what are we actually trying to do here, and where are we trying to go, and and how do we get there and and being resourceful to be able to find the solution, to find the appropriate solution. And in working with the credit union and our active duty members all the time, it's all about solutions. How do we find the best solution? And uh, so I learned that as a young Marine and I've carried it with me. The other thing that I found that the Marine Corps taught me was the ability to communicate. And, and, and I take it back to my days as a drill instructor. If you're training 50 recruits at a time from all over the country, different, you know, shapes and sizes and religions and colors and creeds from different backgrounds across America, and you bring all 50 of them together, and you have to get them all to do the same thing at the same time, but you have to push a different button on every one of them to get it done. And that comes through effective communication. And that's one of the other aspects of my job that I love, where I get to communicate with so many people and in, 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 in around our communities that we serve every day, that uh, it's, it's just fun for me. It's, it's, it's the challenge of communication. I've always said that I've never found anyone that I can't have a common sense conversation with. I can't remember a day where it was fun to be a Marine. It was hard. It was, there were no days where I got up and went this is going to be a fun day no <laughs> they were hard days. so when you, when you ask about uh, you know what were some of the, the great experiences I, you know there's so many You know, from having done some time in the combat zone and, and you know I guess some of the greatest feelings there are just coming home with all your Marines alive and in one piece that, that's a great feeling the units I served with in the combat areas, we weren't in direct, you know, fighting combat. We weren't shooting rifles at each other, but we were close enough to the area to be like, this could get dangerous real quick. And, uh, you know, you, you wake up every day going, okay, my job today is just make sure all my Marines stay alive and make it home to their families. And, and so that, that sentiment has stayed with me my entire life. And uh, I've never lost contact with those Marines and we're still in contact today.
0: Andrew Balzer, Information Technology Network Administrator at First Advantage Federal Credit Union, defended the country while serving in the U.S. Navy, but he also saw his service as an opportunity to learn as much as he could.
5: My first ship, which was the USS Briscoe, that was a spruance class destroyer. And that was a lot of fun. And that, that right there is where I actually learned the true meaning of being in the military was when you're actually deployed with somebody who you don't know. You've never really met them, and here it is. I meet them in, in Italy, and I'm like, hey, who are you? And we're gonna, I'm gonna be right beside you for the next five months, and you, you you know, and, and so you, you start building up that camaraderie, that teamwork and everything, and which is so important because when you're trying to do something alone, you'll get it okay. But when you have other people to help and to carry the, the the hard work or the other work that you can't do, that's that's what makes it successful. And that's one of the biggest lessons that was taught to me was the the teamwork that is is instilled in you and the trust that you have. Ne- the person next to you and you hope that, you know, that they feel the same way and you, you do. I took as much advantage of was the training that we were given, you know, not only through the, 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 the military schooling, but you know, we were able to get civilian or, you know, commercial uh, licenses or certifications. And, and I took great advantage of that. And that's why I am sitting in the seat I am today, And I did that with a couple of younger sailors at the time, um, right before I was getting out. And one of them, he's like, Andrew, I I don't want to stay in the Navy. I was like, okay, well then don't, but get as much certification, get as much schooling as you can, you know, do your time, but get as much as you can. And now he's got a nice job up in Northern Virginia and life is great for him. And, and to me, that was the biggest thing. And, When I got out, I I still pursued, you know, more training. And when I was at my previous job, I I used, I hate saying, I used them to pay for my certification that they needed, but it also benefited me so that I could be in this seat today so that I can do the the job that's asked for me now. So it was a, a personal advancement through the military onto my own life.
0: Bill Burney, president and CEO at Front Wave Credit Union, grew as an individual and as a leader during his 25 years in the Marine Corps.
6: I was a substandard high school student. Uh, And the college certainly wasn't within within my reach uh, back in those days. It was like in 1972. Uh, so I started meeting with recruiters, and you know, I met with the Army guy, and met with the Navy guy. I didn't bother with the Air Force because my dad worked for Boeing, and so I was familiar with Air Force bases. And I'm thinking, ah, I don't think I'm going to go there. Um, and um, and they could say, well, tell me about all these great things that uh, I could do if I joined the Army, or if I joined the Navy. Of course, as you know, '72, that was Vietnam was still going on, and so recruiters were anxious to get recruits. Um, and, and as I was leaving, I saw the Marine recruiter's office. So I walked in there and he said, uh, he said, uh, and this is huge guy. You know, I still remember his name, Gunnery Sergeant Teak. Just a huge man. I and mean, I'm not a very big person myself, but with ribbons up to here and all this stuff. And, and he said, uh, he said, what do you do? And I said, well, I just got through talking to the Army guy and the Navy guy. And they said that the Army would do this for me. The Navy would do that for me. And I'm just wondering what would the Marine Corps do for me? And he said, if you're looking for somebody to do something for you, get the hell out of my office. If you'd like to be a Marine, have a seat. And I sat down. You know, we would say, if you didn't make a mistake, you didn't do anything. Right? And so you were allowed to make mistakes as you learn. And, you know, we used to say, you know, you 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 can step on your other foot every now and then just don't jump up and down on top of it. Uh, and so, you know, that's the leader's job is at some point somebody's hitting me in the back of the head with a clipboard or a rifle or something like that. I said, hey, Bernie, get your head up. Pay attention. What's going on? You know, a lot of people think that military leadership is I get to tell you what to do and you have to do it. That's true to a certain extent. Uh, but Marines don't follow somebody into battle when they don't trust them, when that person hasn't trained them properly, when that person when it doesn't, hasn't influenced them them, uh, hasn't has instilled in them discipline and esprit of corps and those sorts of things. So military leadership is not just about ordering people around. It's, it's the same style of leadership that you see in other places. And they spend a lot of time working on military leadership.
0: Thanks for listening to the CUNY News Podcast. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher Radio.